Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today we're here to do another film review. This one's going to be a part two review for Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Doing pretty good. Uh, cool. So I of course reviewed Joker last Friday. I lose track of time sometimes. Uh, on the, Whenever the 11th was. I think it was last Friday. Uh, so you can go and check out my individual spoiler-free and spoiler thoughts for that. Uh, so I've got some questions for Robert in terms of what did he think uh, of different things and different um, uh, things that happened in the film uh, in terms of asking him questions about that. But let's stay spoiler-free for now. Uh, and then of course we'll do housekeeping, do what, we've, do what we've been doing for quite a while honestly, which is spoiler free section, and then let you know what else we've been doing on entertainment talk, and then we'll jump into spoilers later. Uh, but what did you think? What did you think of uh, Joker? It was an okay movie. I'm not gonna put it up there with great movies. I've seen some people like losing their minds saying it's like a 10 out of 10 best movie ever. Um, before the movie even came out, there was a ton of clickbaity articles. Just saying, you know, we need extra security because there's going to be massive violence. It's going to inspire all these people to violence, yada, yada, yada. And then the movie comes out and everybody's just kind of like, eh. And then these same people are just like so despondent that there wasn't, you know, mass violence at these movies. And I'm like, God, how sick in the head are you? Yeah. Have you heard of any attacks related to the film? Nothing specific. And if there had been, it would have been super, super highlighted. Um, I think there was like a couple disorderly things where people showed up drunk and were just making an ass out of themselves. But you know they were I mean, just happened just to normal. <laughs> I mean that's them being drunk. That doesn't yeah. have to do anything to do with the movie, right? Um, there was uh, speaking of weird stuff with this film, there was something I forgot to talk about in my uh, review, and I remembered about ten minutes after I posted it, which sometimes I do that. It got to... I won't mention the scene because it'll be a spoiler. There was about... I, I want to say 10 minutes at the most left of the film. Um, and there was these two people sitting behind me. I was in one of the biggest, bigger rooms, the bigger screens or whatever. Um, which isn't a choice thing. It's just where the, the film is shown in the in the cinema. Um, I was in one of the bigger rooms, which is sometimes nicer because you get more space to yourself and less people close to you. Um, and there were these two people that were sitting behind me. Don't know if they were a couple or whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Um... And I was, you know, eating my popcorn, doing what I'm doing, watching the film. And I start to hear them, like, zipping a bunch of bags and jackets and all sorts of things. And I start to, like, a lot a lot of just zips opening and closing. And I was like, okay, what's, what's going on? Like, why are they... Okay, you know, if you're going to put your jacket on, that's like one zip. And they were doing, like, multiple different zips. But anyway, they started doing a bunch of that and making a bunch of noise and putting stuff away and fiddling about with rappers and stuff and i was like what uh, you know i didn't look behind me or whatever but i was cut you know there's a, i was just kind of alerted to what was going on uh after a bunch of noise that they made which did distract me for a bit uh they got up left and the film ended like 10 minutes later and i didn't see them again but that was just kind of like okay what's what's with that um but maybe they were just running late for something they didn't realize how long the film was going to be they just left um but i was like did they leave something behind are they gonna come back with something or i don't know it just kind of, it was a weird situation so what would you think of that more than likely they just brought their own snacks because i don't know about in the uk but in the u.s uh mm-hmm. snacks are super super expensive yes, in the theater are. yeah i mean but... like two 
two sodas and a popcorn will cost you 15 bucks, which is almost as wow. what you pay for one ticket. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's the only way this the the theaters stay open. Mm-hmm. With the, how expensive it is to for them to get the movies into the theaters and all the stuff. Um yeah, I mean it's and they're they're trying to branch out like some of the movie theaters you can buy like alcohol and some of them will have like flatbed pizza and things like that like more of a gourmet menu Mm -hmm. um just as an attempt to get money because the theater experience i mean let's face facts i mean theater experience has been on the down for a while now at least over here in the Mm -hmm. u.s everything comes out on digital relatively soon um i mean think about it how long ago was it that we did our uh end game uh, review and that's already been out on digital for a couple three months now um, yeah. homecoming just came out on home home viewing now about a week or two ago so mm-hmm. why do you, you think they left though uh as to why they left i couldn't tell you mm-hmm. i mean maybe they were done fornicating for all i know but the, <laughs> I mean, the they, zippers i mean they weren't making any other noise throughout the there was no other noise yeah so the zipper thing might have just especially if you heard like rappers that made me think of like snacks but you never know they're probably putting stuff in their bag and closing it is a simple explanation so yeah just a weird thing that happened but anyway um any other spoiler free thoughts uh i didn't notice i didn't notice it from the trailers because it doesn't really show you in the trailers but this is very much a period piece i mean i put it late late 80s america at the latest About and right, you yeah. just base that off of the technology uh the the shape of the cars uh the fact that smoking is so prevalent which has started to go out you know we mm-hmm. started to kind of go out a bit in the 90s but ever since 2000 you don't really see characters smoking on screen a whole lot yeah and you definitely don't see smoking in like public places or at restaurants or in buildings most states it's actually you have to be like eight feet from the building to even smoke anymore. So, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think of uh, Joaquin's performance? Uh kind of a mixed bag. I mean, he definitely made me believe that he was insane. I mean, that's a that was Important very prominent. Yeah. yeah, but it never really felt like a Joker film. I mean, this is kind of spoilerish, but not really. Um. I mean, it was very much a character-driven movie. Yeah. So there's no no real special effects, no explosions, no, almost no CGI. Mm-hmm. It's very, very grounded. So. Yeah, and it's just not something that you're used to when you hear movie based off of a comic book character. Mm. I mean, when was the last time that ever happened? I mean, practically never. Yeah, it's been a while, at least. So, um, What did you think of his um, laughing like perform. I mean, because that's a big part of the Joker, obviously. So yeah, I mean, that's one of those things that it's always going to be unique to the actor himself, right? Because you go back they to can um, a certain way themselves. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, they can they can modulate it a bit um, to mm-hmm. an effect, but you know, once you have that down, you have that down. I mean, you go to uh, Mark Hamill and his Joker portrayals in the Arkham video game series and the Batman animated series. That's very iconic. And then you go to Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. And I don't really remember him doing the cackling laughter a whole lot, if at all. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a different laugh, of course. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he was probably the best. I mean, we'll, we'll compare Jokers and stuff in, in a minute. So, um, But I, I quite liked with it how um, 
uh, what, what did you think of when because there's there's moments where he's laughing just hysterically and he can't control the laughter and stuff and we'll, we'll talk about that specific bit in in the spoilers but um and then there's moments where he's more sort of subtly laughing what did you think of kind of the the differences there because it, it's like you know sometimes he is just kind of chuckling a little bit and then there's other times where he's just like out of control laughing so yeah well it i'm not counting this as a spoiler just because it gets shown so early in the movie okay. um he has that laughing fit on the bus mm-hmm. and he hands that lady a laminated card and says i have a medical i have a mental condition to where i laugh regardless of my actual emotions please forgive me yeah. or whatever it says and so that just kind of fit into that so that that set the precedent of oh if he laughs crazy like that even though it's a horrible situation that's just his mental thing kicking yeah. in again yeah. Did she give that card back? I think she did. Nope. She nope. did not. And um, wasn't there a point later where he needed it a bit and he I was like, did that woman give it back? But I don't think she did. So, uh hopefully he's got spares because that's very important. So, uh mm-hmm. just just a little thing. I was like, okay, she she kind of turned back around in her chair and didn't give it back and he just carried on laughing and that was all we saw. So, um what else do we have that's spoiler free? Uh um uh, would you would you be disappointed if we don't see this Joker again? Um, it would really kind of have to depend on the setting. Like, if we had a second Joker movie that was as grounded, I don't think we really need it because we didn't really set anything up outside of something that we can talk about in the spoiler part mm-hmm. to where he would be reprising that role. Um, but if and this isn't anything that's been confirmed yet, so this is mere speculation. Okay. If the Robert Pattinson movie run of Batman is part of that universe, uh, then obviously you kind of expect him to reprise the role. But if the Robert Pattinson one isn't, um, they don't I mean, even have to really do the Joker to when you think about it. I mean, I hope that's part of the DCU because they need a new Batman. But um, yeah, I mean, because this obviously isn't part of the... Uh... DCEU stuff so um but like what I kind of said one of the parts I kind of said in my review was like I'd like a trilogy of this Joker maybe because this is an origin story and then like okay what does he do next and then how does his character finish his arc kind of thing I, I think you could uh do do something there so but I, who knows if we'll see I, I've I've heard yeses and I've heard noes from different um sources so uh, which to me tells me that it's not actually decided so uh, what else we got? Um, should uh, I mean I wrote? I mean I, your answer is probably going to be no. My answer is definitely no. Uh, I mean yes, rather. Um, should he replace Leto? And of course, for him to be able to actually do that, he's his Joker would need to be in the DCEU because that's where Jared Leto's Joker is. So I mean I know we haven't seen him since Suicide Squad, but he's still the current um, Joker for that universe. So yeah, he would need to be become a part of that so do you think he'll replace Leto no but then again I don't think Leto will reprise his role at all okay, I mean if you look at cost if you look at the uh, trailers for both the uh, the next Suicide Squad movie and the uh, Birds of Prey movie it doesn't look like he's going to be a part of either one of those now they might just be keeping it out of it um, you know for shock value or whatever mm-hmm. or but, he'll be in like the next trailer or something <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but, but Birds we'll of Prey is going to be out fairly soon, so mm-hmm. which doesn't have its founding member because we don't have a Batgirl, which is weird. But that's another discussion for another day. So, 
Uh, I mean, I'd like him to replace Leto. I think he's much, much better. And the thing that I kind of said is, like, um, a lot of people said, oh, you know, Jared Leto only got about five minutes of screen time. If you add up, like, a couple of the trailers, there might have been more than five minutes of worth of trailers. But even from the trailers, he was already a better Joker than what Leto was. And that's, you know, from... If if you want to do it from a fair screen point, uh, screen time, sorry, perspective. Uh, of course, you got two hours here, whereas you got about five or ten minutes with with Leto, um, Jared Leto's Joker. Um, even with everything from the trailers, he was already looking a better Joker. So that's my kind of. What, what do you think in terms of judging them on on their screen time? Uh, well, you can't really judge them on screen time because Suicide Squad was not really joker focused it was more mm-hmm. joker kind of in the background yeah whereas this movie obviously being joker and granted he's only what you would consider joker for like the last you know 10 20 minutes or so mm-hmm. but he had the whole screen time to establish why he was joker um but past yeah. that i mean either or you know kind of coin toss at this point mm-hmm uh, another note is um, if the next time we do see Joker uh, and it's not a sequel to this film and it is Jared Leto's Joker, would you be disappointed to see him back? Mm, it would depend on the context. It would depend on right, like what film which movie, in. which film he's in, um, the result of the end of the Suicide Squad, any kind of character changes past that. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they do something with him in Birds of Prey and that affects Suicide Squad, or it depend how that goes, you're kind of saying? Yeah, and again, it would have to be the context of how it shapes out in the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not for or against his actual portrayal per se. I definitely think they could have done a lot better, but then again, they could have easily done a lot worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at the... At minimum, I think if they're going to bring his Joker back, at least make some changes to him. So, uh, like, try and get Jared to do something different and definitely make him look different because he just looked a bit more like a gangster with green hair. So, because uh, that's kind of what I was thinking when I was watching Suicide Squad. It's like, okay, I'm not really watching the Joker. I'm watching a guy who kind of looks like the Joker but is more of just a gangster. So, Even that, more of just like a crackhead. Yeah, like a, just, just some sort of criminal, yeah. Uh, anything else spoiler-free that I've got here? I don't think so. Any other spoiler-free thoughts? Uh, not really off the top of my head. Okay, cool. Alright, what we're going to do is we're going to jump into some housekeeping and then we'll come back. Uh, this is your first spoiler warning for the post-housekeeping section, if you still haven't seen Joker. Uh, and then we're going to come back, talk about housekeeping, and then jump into spoilers. So we'll see you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today... Just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. 
and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, what have we got here? Watchmen, Season 1 Preview Podcast. It's been submitted to uh, iTunes. It hasn't been put on there yet, but they could send me an email any second. Uh, to tell me that it's been accepted onto iTunes. Of course, when that does happen and the Watchmen podcast is on iTunes, I'll tweet it out and put it on Facebook, so look out for that when that happens. And of course, I'll probably mention it in housekeeping sections of each podcast when it's out. So, yeah, but if you want to go and listen to that, it's of course on the website, the Watchmen Season 1 Preview. It starts Sunday, uh, this Sunday, the 20th, on HBO, and then Monday, the 21st, on Sky Atlantic. Uh, in the UK, and then the podcast will be Wednesday, so have a look out for that. Uh, Walking Dead Season 10 Episode 2, we covered that. Uh, Lost in Space, epi- uh, 101 and 102, spoiler-free um, d- discussion from me. Uh, that's part of Entertainment Talk TV Episode 27. If you want to listen to all of the segments in one podcast, go and listen to that podcast. Uh, but those segments are going to be broken out broken out weekly uh, on Mondays, so look out for those over the coming weeks. And, uh, yeah, check out that as well. Uh, Natasha wrote an article about Alpha on The Walking Dead and who should be the one to kill her. She's selected different characters in the show. Um, so go ahead and uh, read that if you're caught up on Walking Dead and stuff. Uh, speaking of, um, was it in this podcast or in, um, gaming? We talked about clickbait. I think it was in the gaming one. Um, Gaming. Yeah, in the gaming one that we did today. uh, But speaking of clickbait, uh, I did a podcast about clickbait. Uh, There's no clickbait in the actual podcast, but I discussed clickbait itself. Uh, The impacts it has on the industry and just the discussion around the topic itself. So listen to that if you're interested. Uh, El Camino, a Breaking Bad film, is out. It's available on Netflix and in certain theatres or cinemas, whatever you want to call them. Uh, if you want the complete Breaking Bad collection and you're, and you're in the UK, it's all on Netflix. Breaking Bad seasons one through thri- one through five on Netflix. Uh, El Camino is on Netflix, and Better Call Saul is also on Netflix. That's the prequel. So watch uh, Breaking Bad seasons one through five, then watch El Camino, and then watch Better Call Saul as that's the prequel. So check that out. Um, uh, Let's Play Sundays episode ten is for Call of Duty Modern Warfare beta. Um, Joker Film Review, of course, my original review for the film. Go and check that out if you want more specifically from me. Uh, Good Place still continuing for Season 4, so check out those podcasts on Friday. American Horror Story still continuing for Season 9. Check out those podcasts on Thursdays. And that's what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. We're going to go into spoilers now, so if you've not seen Joker and you don't want to be spoiled on different things... Uh, or what's the stuff that happens. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast player, go into that and press pause. Go and see Joker and then come back. Uh, or, of course, check out the rest of our content in the meantime. A uh, bunch of stuff that you could listen to. Uh, if you're listening on the website, either press back, pause, or click on the homepage. Different ways you can turn the podcast off. So go and do that because we're going to go into spoilers now. Uh, so do you have any initial spoiler thoughts on this? Well... I definitely did like how they established why he called himself Joker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught yeah. that, but in the towards the end, um, basically he's a you know a, cl- a paid clown, and then he decides to do stand up in his first stand up bombs. Which, if you know anybody that does professional stand up, they almost always bomb their first time out. 
<laughs> and then since it, since we mentioned this in the pre-spoiler, um, there was uh, a really surprised that I didn't catch any of that beforehand because they kept it all out of all the trailers. But then you had uh, the the basically the uh, um, Johnny Carson equivalent for the one TV show host whose name I can't remember. Um, De Niro, Robert De Niro. Yeah, his character. His character shows a clip from that, and that kind of goes viral. And he calls him a Joker on the set, and then they invite him onto the show, and he's like, "Call me Joker." Mm-hmm. And so we had that as a great establishment. Um, and kind of as an aside to all that, the club where he performed the stand-up in um, was actually called is actually in a real club called uh, Dangerfields, mm-hmm. based off of the you know the comedian Rodney Dangerfield. And it's also a secondary aside. There's a really interesting comedy slash documentary out on HBO called The Great Depression. And it's about uh, comedian Gary Goldman and his struggles with the mental illness and depression. Mm-hmm. And he was actually in the movie The Joker. He had a couple scenes in it. And he was actually there filming when they filmed The Joker. And okay. while they were filming that documentary as well. Mm-hmm. And this is a guy that's, you know, had a lot of struggles over his life. And so it kind of weirdly fits in that, you know, both in terms of this podcast and the comedy club and, um, you know, issues that we've talked about off and on in the various podcasts about that subject. So if it's something that you're curious about, you should definitely go see that. He's a hilarious comedian, you know, been through some stuff. But then again, we all have on some level. Yep. Um but kind of getting back to my tangent, it he did a really good job setting up as to, um, you know, the whole mental illness thing. And that was probably my favorite line of the whole movie is when he said the, the hardest thing about um, mental illness is having to act like you don't have it. I mean, that was really profound as a statement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that was, that was some, some good stuff in there with that. Um, uh, was there was there any specific stuff you were trying to talk around in the spoiler free section that you want to talk about here? Uh, yeah, I mean the whole thing with the clown, the makeup. Obviously, he was a paid clown, and then you had that whole incident in the subway to where he kills those three guys. He still got his clown makeup on, mm-hmm. um, and that goes back to a couple scenes earlier to where he was doing this clown thing, and some kids jumped him and stole a sign and then beat him up. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other clowns gives him a gun, and then he's doing a, a kind of a comedy thing in a children's hospital, and the gun falls out. Which you know, I agree with everybody else. Why the hell would you bring that? I mean, you it, you could bring it, which you know, just don't have it physically on you. Have it like locked up in a suitcase or something. Yeah, not in um, the same room as where the children are. Well, not even in the same room. You could like if even doing that kind of a thing, you would have a bunch of props. Just have it in the props, but just don't let anybody go near the props. That's something that you wouldn't want to have physically on you at the time. Right. Because yeah. especially older guns like that, given this is a period of time in the 80s, when that hit the ground, there's a possibility that could have discharged. Yeah, and hit someone. So, um, Yeah, I, I thought the excuse of, like, okay, this is a prop was kind of decent. Um, but I, I mean, obviously it's a lie and whatever. But um, it, I, I want to touch on upon a note with the gun specifically. Uh, it, in part of one of my review parts, I said that like 
okay, as this guy's having bad things happen to him, like, you know, with the sign and with his salary and stuff like that, and he get his getting fired and all that sort of thing, his, I'll call him clown friend, because, you know, his, his workmate or whatever, basically gives this guy, kind of unknowingly, I mean, he, know, he knows that he's had some problems and stuff, and he's basically saying, okay, this is for your protection and all that, um, his clown friend giving him this gun, he's kind of unknowingly giving a guy who's turning into a monster, uh, a weapon to be able to arm that future monster because he hasn't i mean he's started to turn at that point or whatever uh but hasn't like obviously the, the guys on the subway is the first that he kills so he hasn't done that yet but as he's starting to have bad things happen to him and his mental health stuff is kicking in and you know what i mean it's kind of as he's starting to turn or whatever and he's been given this weapon by this guy who doesn't really quite have the full picture and whatnot um because obviously if you know the full picture you wouldn't give someone like that a gun um and that sort of thing i mean you don't give guns to, to people anyway but um you know what i mean you like you wouldn't specifically say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna help you arm yourself basically which is what he kind of says in terms of his protection uh i thought that was an interesting because uh, like we try to not talk about politics and things like that because obviously it can get a bit derivative and, and whatever i thought that was naturally an, an actual interesting comment on gun control in a way of like okay there is no gun control here it's the 80s and whatever <clears throat> i mean we still struggle with that in 2019 but uh like it's the 80s there's even less gun control and this guy's being given a gun unknowing and the guy unknowingly is given this future monster this future like psychopath or whatever a weapon to do damage uh what what did you think of that angle i suppose uh well i mean i can kind of see it from your point of view you know mm -hmm. you being from the uk and all but to to say that there's less gun control is completely inaccurate i mean hell back in the 20s and 30s you should you used to be able to buy you know a you know automatic uh machine guns through mail order catalogs <laughs> and yeah i mean like the tommy gun that was something you could buy through like a sears catalog Hmm. Back in back in the day when that first came out, um, so zero so I, control. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's been there's like two thousand ish active different gun laws going on right now. But even back in the eighties, there were still gun laws. But at the end of the day, you know, a law is only obeyed for two reasons: either respect for the law or fear of punishment from the law. Everything else is irrelevant. So you can make all the guns gun laws you want that doesn't change anything and mm -hmm. that that argument and that debate's been going on for since before you were born and almost since before i was born um yeah but as in terms of weapons i mean hell anything can be a weapon you know a car's a weapon if you drive through a crowd you know a right. chair's a weapon if you decide to go all pro wrestling on somebody with it um Mm -hmm. Hell, a frying pan's a weapon if it's heavy enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. See, and that, and that just goes down to that you know rabbit hole of you know intent, and obviously the the Joker character is not a healthy person in terms of you know stability, and you don't want that to be you know someone to have a weapon. But then again, at the same time, he does have a right to defend himself. I mean, technically, up until the subway scene where he kills those three guys he hadn't done anything wrong up to that point and so you're just making mm, you know yeah. future judgments based off of assumptions which never ends well mm -hmm. um yeah but i just thought i you know because you know, we've had political stuff in the last couple of years that have beat you over the head with certain messages and whatnot but i thought this was a natural interesting kind of sly message in terms of that 
but um i mean it's interesting to actually see good political messages and certain things or to to be done better i suppose um but i, I thought that was an actual decent attempt at doing that so uh what else did i write down um do you think he killed his neighbor uh the love interest that turned out to be not a love interest yeah. i honestly don't know they really left that one up in the air yeah because basically the scene is he's in there and you don't see her again he comes back home and all that and you have the whole uh panned gun blow your brains out thing uh and then we do see a but i can't i couldn't i couldn't remember i can't remember now because it's been uh what we call whatever but there was a bunch of just lights heading towards the building and i can't remember i couldn't remember making out if it was ambulance and or police at that time but that kind of gave you an indication as to i mean that could have just been for some person and you know this, this is gotham streets uh basically so it could have been just for someone who got shot in the street but or it could have been her calling emergency just out yeah, of fear you yeah, know it's it, either one of those yeah so you don't know which of those two it really is or maybe it's both you don't know um but that that was that was the one instance where like i mean i've seen characters be like 90 99% killed like you're pretty sure they're dead and they come back in certain shows or whatever but this one, like, okay, I mean, you didn't actually even see her get attacked. So in terms of, like, her actual damage, we didn't see anything happen. But there's the there's the assumption in the film, like, okay, he's he's gone home after killing her. Um, I don't really see his... I mean, at that point, he's, he's lost it and whatever. But what reason would he have specifically to kill her? He was, like, one of the few people that was actually nice to him. So... Yeah, but then again, the the her being nice to him was all in his head. You know, mm. she never was actually in it. If you saw the end scenes, you know, they replayed those scenes where she was being nice to him and then she wasn't there. So that was all fiction made up in his head. Huh. So he could have been lashing. He could have lashed out with the uh, fiction not matching up with reality. Mm. Um, but past that, I mean, we didn't really see him like covered in blood or anything. No. And since all the kills that he did make were pretty violent. Yep. Especially his uh, comedian clown friend. That he just you know stabbed the crap out of you know with an ice pick or something, yeah. And that one that one was really bloody. And yeah. then he let his other friend just go because you know he was the one that was nice to him. Oh, someone posted a photo of like, uh, you know the what's it called the door latch thing, mm-hmm. and said like this is the second biggest villain in the film because the guy can't the guy can't reach it and he has to he has to ask this guy who's just he's just watched brutally murder someone to open this door and try to hope that he won't kill him yeah um, so yeah technically the second biggest uh, villain in the film so i mean that was just a kick in the teeth for him like you've just watched your friend be violently murdered and you you've been told you can leave but you can't because you can't reach the, the lock so uh i mean uh, i mean yeah in terms of yeah he didn't come back bloody from seeing her granted he could have cleaned himself up or whatever there was no telling of how much time had passed so he could have killed her cleaned himself up and left um you don't know but uh yeah i mean if we'd never get a sequel it kind of doesn't matter but um yeah i mean that scene where he's killing his friend of course um i because you see him pull out a little knife or or whatever it was i don't know what you'd specifically call that like some sort of scalpel or whatever i thought like oh he's just gonna like spin around and and slit his throat but like nope he did a lot more than that so um yeah any thoughts on that particular kill 
Uh, I mean, just that it was brutal and violent. I mean, that might have been his tipping point of just saying, you know, I'm insane. I'm just going to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? Uh, so jo- Joaquin's performance. Disappointed if we won't see him again is a question. So should he replace Leto? Uh, would you be disappointed if Leto is the next one? Do you think he killed his neighbor? Um, the gun stuff. So I went through all my notes. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to gonna say? Uh, oh, yeah, the um, Robert De Niro's character kill as he was in the process of you know putting the gun out and whatnot that's when those two people actually got up and left so they distracted me in like a really important moment uh, like they actually like walked past me as he kind of went to shoot him or whatever obviously i saw what happened and whatnot but that was a bit annoying um yeah what do you think of his like public like, technically a public execution in a way um of that character yeah, I mean, it definitely had the shock value. You might have expected that, you know, he takes the gun and then it does the whole classic, you know, cartoony-ish Joker thing. And, you know, the flag mm. comes out and says bang, but nope, just brains all over the place. Um, so that definitely had the hello factor of waking up to things. Um, and then, you know, him just rolling with him, just like, I'm insane, whatever, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Um, did kind of, in the... the the movie on kind of a weird note where he's like arrested and in the cop car. And then one of the, the sycophants, you know, crashes into the cop car and then he just winds up dancing on the hood of the cop car that was trying to arrest him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else for this film that you got? Uh, no, I mean, it was one of those things that it wasn't a letdown because I enjoyed the movie, mm-hmm. but there was so much, you know, clickbaity hype, before the movie even came out, I went into it with a lot more trepidation than I normally would have. Okay. And then when most of the, and there was some political stuff, but ironically enough, the, the people that were doing the clickbaity talking about how it was going to be politically on one side, a lot of the actual film was politically on the other side to it. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering if that was maybe like a diversion or a distraction or deflection of some kind. Um, but like I said, you know, that's a rabbit hole. I really don't want to go down. Yeah, me neither. So, uh, what was the other thing I was going to, going to discuss outside of this being a character study and an origin story? If we don't ever see this Joker again, what are you kind of taking away from this film? Well, I mean, technically we could see this Joker again. Could, Cause at the, yeah. at the very end, we did see the Thomas Wayne character and the Martha Wayne character get killed. And then the Bruce Again. character just kind of stared, you know, standing in the alleyway there. Yeah. So they did set the possibility up of it being another universe, not necessarily the DCEU or some other weird kind of EU um, <laughs> DC thing. Yeah. But, you know, it, sometimes a movie is great if there's only one. Mm. I mean, one of my favorite movies, The Goonies, hasn't had a sequel ever. And, you know, I'm okay with it because it was a great movie just to be on a great movie. So, Cool. All right. Uh, if you guys, of course, have any spoiler or spoiler-free thoughts, it doesn't really matter in terms of emails because I've seen the film. Uh, if you guys have any thoughts on The Joker or if you just want to get in contact with Entertainment Talk, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter at eTalkUK, there's the contact page and there's also information in your show notes. So have a look around and let us know what you think. Uh, cool. Alright, we'll see if we ever see this Joker again. Uh, Like, guns to your head, do you think we'll see... I mean, you don't need to have guns to your head. Do you think we'll see this Joker again? Right now, I'm looking 65-ish percent no, but that's about as far as I'd hedge it. 
Yeah. I I think it's undecided at the moment, but I don't actually think that we will we will see him. So, which is disappointing because I'd like to see him again. So, uh, again, let us know what you guys think. Do you think we'll see this Joker again? Do you think Leto will be, Leto will be next, or do you think that that Joker will be recast uh, and uh, Mugger Robbie's Harley Quinn will be with a different Joker next time? Let us know. Um, cool. All right, you can find all the content that we've got on EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, of course, a bunch of stuff happening at the moment, which I've already read out, so go and have a look at all those things. Um, what else have we got? Yeah, you can support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk. We're on Patreon. Have a look at the $3 level tier on there. You might be interested in that. Uh, of course, if you've got any questions about any of that sort of stuff, you can email us by the methods I've already discussed. So have a look at, out for all that stuff. Uh, you can also support us on Amazon. We have an Amazon affiliate link. You can shop on there. We'll get a small cut. Won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds. Please write, review, and subscribe to those. And also look out for the Watchmen iTunes feed. Of course, if you're already subscribed to the main entertainment talk feed, then you don't need to do anything because you're already getting all the podcasts. But uh, also make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to us as well. That helps us out as well. So, uh, and of course, if you want to let everybody know about the things that we're doing, there's word of mouth. Of course, tell your friends and family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds, whether they follow football, TV, video games, or films, or whatever. Uh, any combination of those, let them know about the website and the iTunes feed so they can come and listen to the content as well. Uh, what else is there? What's the other thing? Um, yeah, uh, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, and if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. Video games, if you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer. Thanks for listening, look out for Let's Play Sundays, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>